Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. Welcome to another thrilling edition of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. It's the number one independent podcast network in the world, Chico. My name is Amino Hassan. I'm joined as always by Black Trey, Big Jerv, and Big Waz, Rob Lopez is on the one and twos. We got a great show for you guys today. It's uh, the 30th anniversary of DJ Quick's first album coming out. We're going to talk about that. We might go into a little bit of early 2000s fashion faux pas, courtesy of one Fabuloso, in case you ain't know so. Uh, we talk about the second part of the Tiger Woods documentary. Do you like the song, Ooh Baby, I Like It Raw? We'll talk about that. And then we'll wrap up with a Night in Miami. That's a Regina King movie about the night Muhammad Ali defeated Sonny Liston. It's on Amazon Prime. You should check it out if you haven't yet, because we're going to talk about it today. All right, let's start the show. Hey, it's, uh, it's Tiger. I need you to do me a huge favor. Um, can you please uh, take your name off your phone? My wife went through my phone and uh, maybe calling you. If she can... Tuck your uh your motherfucking uh your, your shirts into your khakis. I just I mean listen, but I, I I never knocked it. It just it just was what it was. Like I just I never got that. It was it was just some fly shit though. Like same way niggas um here the steam steam your drawers, nigga steam your fucking boxers. Damn. Also say what? Um, razor, steam your boxers. Damn. Say what? That, that, that's different from like just washing. Boxers, bro. <laughs> washing and drying. Have it. 
you have it and you steam it so like it all be with your crease. You know what your I'm saying? Boxers? Right. Your boxer. You know, you lay it flat and you put it and you steam it. And then from there, when you put it on, it's it's just it's just as crisp as your pants because you got razor, you got razor, um, razor, razor sharp um crease cuffs nigga, on the on the on the dickies. Yo, the shit niggas. Like that's what I'm saying. The shit for niggas cleaning the dope boy shit on the um Peyton Full when a nigga, you know, money making mistress, you know, like that's the thing. Like wearing your G Nikes, nigga, and spraying them and and cleaning them up and then having your shit creased and sitting on top of your cause we ain't wearing them like crazy baggy to the point of that. It's like niggas sitting on your your G Nikes or your Converse. Like it was certain shoes you you wore and just to represent, you know what I'm saying? Cause the essays really. The, the Mexican homies really made the Cortez what it is, the high socks with the mm. Cortez. And then we kind of just flipped it. <clears throat> they even wore the Compton hat after Easy died and kept it going. And then YG kind of brought it back on some shit like that. Cause we really just kind of flipped to like, oh, every hat. Like where I'm from, we wear the Phillies hat. So, but we wear the maroon, like the, the burgundy. You know what I'm saying? And in LA, bloods wear red. And then in Compton, we wear burgundy because it's it's pyro, it's pimps and red uniforms. You know what I'm saying? But it's way more than what it is. So when Quick, Quick was the first nigga openly gangbanging on wax. Like openly, like nigga, I'm a blood. You know what I'm saying? Like making yeah. that because NWA was just kind of like, look, we're straight out yeah. of Compton, we're getting arrested. This is the shit we're telling the street side. And DJ Quick is like telling the story side of what you're seeing. So it's like, it's like watching Boys in the Hood in Men's Society. You've seen Boys in the Hood and you're like, damn, okay, that nigga Ricky could have made it out of the hood. You see Men's Society, a whole nother type of, you know, B&E, niggas mm. getting stumped out in the projects. Like that's how, it's just a whole nother grind. So when you listen to Quick as the Name, it might not hit to the certain audience, but if you from there, it's like, yeah. yes, nigga, please yeah. tell my story. You know what I'm saying? Because he's seeing it like, oh, I know how to play the piano. Oh, I know how to play the drums. I know how to do all that shit. But that shit corny to niggas in the hood. <laughs> and also to a point of you looking around and everybody making money but you. You know what I'm saying? Because he really was a DJ. That's how he, you know, that was the thing. Dr. Dre was the first person to really kind of get it going. And then everybody's like, oh, I'm a, you know, it's just like, oh, Waz podcast. Oh, I'm about to start a podcast too. You know what I'm saying? And think it's kind of easy, but Quick was actually, he had an ear and he was house party DJing, but he looking around like this, this DJ and stuff ain't really paying. I got to learn how to sell crack so I can buy my equipment and start making records, you know, like, cause Too Short and them really kind of taught niggas how to independently hustle music wise. And once yeah. he found out like, oh, let me hustle, get enough money, buy my equipment, then start making my own stuff, sell it out the trunk, and now I'm on. And the thing about Quick is that he was able to rap along with the production. So when he making shit and scratching and doing all this, you know what I mean? He was really one of them niggas that's turning and doing all, he, he, <laughs> he uh, you know what I'm saying? He really was one of them niggas. But like, I would see him as a kid come through my neighborhood, fly ass, BMW, Beamer, you all the shit. He the first nigga to bring the Puerto Rican chick to the Compton. 91 <laughs> NSX, bro. He in the NSX, permed out, hair long, fingernails, mm. you know, Sparkly, like they really was on that. Hey, I'm a pimp, like I'm a PI. Like, well, player was used differently back then. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's like, oh, you got a lot of girls. Even though that should be the definition of it, it was kind of like, 
because pimping is kind of a little more looked down upon in certain neighborhoods. So you want to be a player more than the pimp. Yes. Yes. A, so, pl- a, pl- a player does it for pleasure. A pimp is exploiting women. There right. you go. So David, <laughs> so, so quote unquote, David Blake, you know what I'm saying? He, he, the only nigga talking about getting it off. Like I'm wearing a velour suit, a, a velour suit with my, my, my gold chain, my shit on button. I'm in the NSX. I'm doing donuts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in Compton. I'm getting money just like everybody else. And then he really is a musical genius on the on the sound side. D, you know what I mean? Like he cool with Warren G's mm-hmm. and, and Dr. Dre bringing him in. Like, hey, what you think about this? Him and G1 coming to actually mix privately. It's kind of like how Teddy Riley would do Pharrell and Chad. Right. Thanks. And then you're like, and then you're like, oh shit, Quick actually worked on this. So then he's flipping um what I was telling Jerv before y'all came on. What's the shit that dun, 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 that what's that shit? The rock uh, shit. Oh, I thought that was uh that was the the oh that was game. Y'all and so the game is so, yeah. so he flipped that into let's get down for Tony Tony Tone. You know what I'm saying? Come on, let's get down, let's get down, let's get down. Come on, let's get down in my black Chevrolet. Like I'm I'm so happy Trey is doing this because a lot of people don't really know about Quick's influence, prominence. You know what I'm saying? Like just the people that came under and after him, whether it be the Snoops and everybody after, it's like he's part of that legacy. Before them, and he had hits, you know, yeah, and, and throughout the still, decades. He's still doing it. His son is rapping right. now. It's to a point where he's produced on All Eyes on Me. He's produced on everything that we possibly have enjoyed West Coast musically wise. And in the scenario, I look at it as he's a nigga that brought us Peter Guns. He's a nigga that brought us fucking to produce for Shaq on mm. some of the shit that we really liked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> when Twism, when Twism was a thing. He's the only the world nigga, is mine. He's the, really, <laughs> the only nigga really fucking with them at that particular time. He's a nigga to dig El DeBarge out the grave and throw him on shit. Like, Brought let me back, save yeah. your save your life, bro, before yeah. Kanye got credit for it. And shout, was like, shout out to El DeBarge, dude, too, bro. That's that was when light skinned niggas was uh we was we was rather prominent during the El DeBarge <laughs> era, my brothers. Hey man, and then again, save corrupts career. And did an album, a joint album with him. So the thing is, is that he really enjoys, he's a student of the music. I'm surprised that, you know, obviously Hove is a fan of music. Put him on Black Album. Because that's rare to be like, out of all the producers, I got to give me a quick one. Now, Quick could have gave him some shit, but like, I I can't possibly think. That wasn't wasn't one of my favorite songs on that Justify My Thug was a strange mix That's Hove's fault. I bet you he had some other fire. It was probably you know. the transitions in it and how the placement of the album, but I can't picture Hove on some like really jazzy, smooth I, shit I, versus show me what you got. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, cause that's what Quick would have gave him, some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure Hove was like, yo, I need some heavy beat. Cause you know, um, when the bubble in trouble, when the bubble in trouble, like that, I'm sure he asked for the heavy West Coast bass type shit. And it was like, what you think about this? And I could see Jay-Z over here like, 
quick question. What is reverse head bop? With the reverse, you know, he bop his head backward rather than forward. Yeah, he's 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 that nigga. But you Yo, know, was quick on the uh, the documentary. I don't remember the. No, I don't remember him showing quick. He's okay. not. He's not on there. But um, for That's people not. from people from where I'm from, man, like he is, and he has one of the nastiest discs too to MC8. Basically, killed my man career. Um, <laughs> It was yeah. very it was very disrespectful. Um, nigga said um, you that you spell your name eight without the G because the G ain't in you. Like <laughs> he was going so hard, and like that was really a kind of scary time in Compton because MCA was from like Trag Noob and Quick is from Treetop, where YG is from. So you know the Blood Crip thing was just really intense, dog. But you know, don't make dollars, don't make sense, just like Compton. I just want to give David Blake his flowers, 30 years in the game, doing his Salute. Thing. That was I mean? beautiful. Shout out to okay. shout out to you too, bro. Cause you be you be having me remember uh I'll be mis- I be misremembering a lot of things. And I don't give quick enough uh flowers. I really don't. I think if he and- did a versus and he actually showed his catalog, just how like niggas with Riza and, and Primo. Did and niggas be like, oh, he actually touched that. Like he gave us yeah, Troop right. Hurts, even though Troop Hurts kind of fucked up her own little shit situation. Yo, that I love that song, and it is not available anywhere. They must have it's fucked up big time on the sample. Yep. It's not wow. on streaming. The and sample he, must have been the radioactive. <laughs> man, he so, gave us sugar so, free. We wouldn't have Sugar Free without Quick. We wouldn't have Mossberg, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? He 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 got a chance, man. Like, like again, he, he took a chance on a lot of people, man, just trying to see his vision. But he lost a lot of people, too, in the process. That was a the thing. They blamed the whole Biggie shit on, on DJ Quick. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wait, who I thought it was E4. Because he went to the party. Right. And every time that DJ Quick would go to a party, it was quote unquote gang violence. Because mm. uh, he's so, the only because before Snoop, Snoop was calm. Like you gotta think about this. Snoop yeah. was known as a crip, but he was more universal artist than right. Quick. When you see Quick coming to shit, it was like blood's own. And if something <laughs> got shot up, he got dragged and everything. So when he put out use a gangster, no, I'm not. He had to say it. He said, somebody got choked out at my at my at my party, nigga died. It wasn't, and the motherfuckers blamed it on me. What the hell? He said, how can I choke somebody out? I'm only 155 pounds. So, Trey, you know what's funny? I was, I was, I watched the big doc once, like a few years ago, and somebody from, I forget who it was from Big's crew, was like, you know, we went outside, and the first thing he saw, he said, DJ Quick was on his phone, on his cell phone. He's like, yo, they got that nigga. Not like I got him or yeah. I wanted this to happen, but I knew they had problems with him, with mm-hmm. them, and mm-hmm. the shit just happened. Like he was on his phone. It was like, yo, they got this nigga. Yeah, yeah, it was more so on some shit like not even it's like fu- it's, it's just it was up. Yeah, it is what it like. Not like oh, good for him. Not, it's just like yeah. we knew it was bound to happen. They got this nigga. It's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to the wood. I just remember when when Trey was saying like anytime Quick was somewhere, it was a bunch of bloods there. 
It reminded me of the wood where we were talking about. Let's go to that corner store. Nah, nigga, that's Blood Central over there. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how it normally is. But again, he was one of the first people that anytime something really went ha- like if he was at a vibe party, if he was here or he was there, they blame it on Quick because he was an openly blood. He opened the right. doors for game and and whoever you that's ever so ill. Like I, I, I never. For me, obviously, as an East Coast idiot, I just assumed Snoop was the first person um, cripping and banging on wax and in videos. And, like, that was my first experience with it. I didn't realize that DJ Quick <laughs> opened the floodgates like he's for that. Literally, he's Easy, literally Easy wasn't a crip? Nah, okay, my, I don't want to say... No, no, my I don't want to say that on my wax. Bad. My bad. Uh, but he did live in Kelly Park. Compton Crip. I ain't gonna put him out there. But I ain't gonna associate him with that. I ain't gonna try to taint his legacy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're not hey, gonna, hey. gonna denigrate the legacy of the legend, but he wasn't a Crip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Trey moved to New York all of a sudden. Hey, I'm not gonna put his business on the streets, but he wasn't all a Crip. All I'm saying is in 91, my man was wearing a Philly hat for a reason and dressed up in red. <laughs> That's all. Facts. I, just, I, I never saw that shit. Cause like yo, I'll I mean, be. You look, never mind. You look at all his covers. You look at all his photo shoots. He's wearing a p hat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So when you uh, you jerk, you come to L. A. You gonna think the, like oh, the, the pirates, like the Phillies. You like you like the right. Phillies? Oh, it's love. I it's remember and it's Trey like, breaking hey, down the different affiliations with every hat. Yo, like that's what I yo that's yo that's that's some real West Coast show. Y'all son. niggas took the took the joy out of wearing jerseys. The niggas so, are talking about cow. You wearing a Cowboys jersey? That's because. Crips always win, but yeah. oh, you know, like I'm like blood, bulls is bloods under law. So I'm like, come on, man. So one yeah. kid I appreciate right worse now than Chicago? on Instagram. Um, it's up there with it because you know, oh, yeah, Chicago but Chicago's has doesn't do the clothes shit. It's, it's not based on the. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. hat. Literally, a hat so. means that you are part of a certain game, and yeah. it's crazy because like there's this store that I'm pretty sure is still there which I'm sure Amin knows about, called Four Seasons on the Coliseum block in Jamaica, Queens. And, like, uh-huh. that's where you went. They would have fucking hats in every colorway from every major sport. Like, yeah. and it was a thing, like, oh, shit, I, I, you know, I just got this purple, you know, yep. whatever. I need a purple joint. That D-back circle had to go with it, yeah. Bruh, the hat, buying hats was like a, you know what I mean? It was like a ritual, almost. So when Trey explained to me, he's like, nigga, you can't wear every hat around here, son. It's, yeah. It gets stupid about it. I was like, wow, that's just, you know, it's crazy. I really love that kid, Xavier TV on Instagram, how he drops, he does the TikToks of uh, press ratios. And it tells you what school you went to from elementary. Like, you <laughs> already have a choice. Like, oh, she went there? Okay, don't mess with her. She probably got some cousins that's from over there. If you wear this hat, because he did a hat one. And he was saying, like, okay, and I'll tell you, if you wear a Yankee hat, you're a Crip. If you wear a Philly hat, you're a Blood. If you wear a Kansas City Royal hat, you're a Crip. If you wear a Colorado Rockies hat, you're a Crip. <laughs> like, you can go St. Louis Cardinals, you're a Blood. If you wear a Washington Nationals hat, you're a Blood. Like, Dodger hat might be the only safe hat Is Dodgers safe? Is it safe? Because like, it, it don't be mean a- nothing. It's just L.A. Okay, I would have really just thought the, the blue. I would have thought the blue. That would be my thought. Because the blue is Because it's a real team, you know, though. But, like, it's like it's a real team in the city. You could root for the team that's in the city. 
Yeah. Feel you. So I feel Texas, you Texas, Texas Rangers is a hood. Houston Astros is a hood. Seattle Mariners is 60s. You know wow. what I'm saying? Houston Astros is Hoovers. Like, you really don't want to win. Up. They beat these like niggas, these niggas done stole the joy Sad. out of everything. Sad. I knew it was ridiculous when I seen game with a red Dodgers jersey. I was like, <laughs> This is not an alternate. <laughs> the thing I love about New York is y'all have all type of flavors of hats. And Tell that's me. a LA nigga's dream to right. come back with your hood with, hat in a specific color that they right. Because they don't right. se- they don't sell that in LA for a reason. Right. Because oh, y'all, y'all never got like the red Yankee hat, the green right, Yankee right. hat. The like, pink we just Yankee, now we just now got that. Yankee. We just now oh, got that. That was that's really a problem. Son. It was ridiculous. I was like a, the colorways they were coming with the hats were ridiculous. Royal blue one with the silver New York logo on it, man. We was doing all time. Like so it was like it was literally a Raiders hat that was pink and green. It's like, yo, bruh, the, the Raiders, this has no affiliation with anything Raiders no. for real, like that colorway, but it's just they would flip every single colorway. Yo, Cap City and Jersey, that was the first hat place that I liked was like. Yo, I found a green and red Fresno State Bulldogs hat. And I was like, I got to have it. How much? 30 cash. And I came out here in 2008, and I just was buying every hat. So when I came back, I was the man. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, because it reminded me of Fab. I was wearing size 7, exactly. 3, 8, exactly. 7, 5, 8. So not you're just sad. like trying not, to match this fast. We bring up Fab a lot on this pod, but he did have us looking foolish in the early 2000s. He Absolutely. We were looking like bozos, but we thought we were the shit. Fab's the reason that the jersey game got messed up. The reason that all of a sudden niggas was rocking high school jerseys. It's like, y'all don't even know what fucking jersey had on. The sneaker nerds be frying this dude on the internet now for when he was rocking the variants, the fake Jordans back in the days. He gets fried for that. <laughs> Yo, at, the you know, time, at the time he was a king though. I was like, oh, he's got how'd he get those? <laughs> but it, it ain't it ain't just it ain't just him. Like not even on celebrity. Like I I remember that specifically. I had this homie, I ain't even gonna put him out there. Um this is yeah, right. My hell. No, no, college, right? <laughs> like when, when niggas what, what's it? E- eBay when nigga when eBay first yeah. kind of first came East out. Bay or eBay? eBay. Okay. On, eBay. eBay. Now East eBay's the catalog, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, eBay. And you can go on, and my man was like, yo, if you go in there and you type in Jordan, um, it wasn't DS, it was some other abbreviation uh-huh. afterwards. All these so Jordans were, came up that you never variant. saw. My Bruh. man had a pair. My man had a pair. So of, nice, so nice kicks. I think it was Royal before Blue. nice kicks became nice kicks. Was the nice kicks and cool kicks were mm-hmm. the variant I sites where cool you can get yep. fake shoes. Yep. I remember my son had a pair of um, Royal Blue Jordan 11 highs. No. Uh, <laughs> so no. I, I ordered some. I, I ordered some back back when scamming was in credit card profiles. Mm. And Statue of Limitations got, is up, Feds. Yeah. And <laughs> I got the white and blue 11s high top. But, but when they came, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm 11 and a half, 12. They were like a 10, nigga. Like they 10. still rock shits. And I rocked them shits, but my foot was like this. Oh my I God. Just balled up like a no. fist. So I'm in class. I mean, I'm in class. My left foot is cool. My right foot is in hell. Like I'm pressed up. I'm taking the shoe off and I got the shoe to the side, resting my foot. 
Then when I got to walk, bro, I'm walking like, and it was so crazy because I really wanted to be fab when I like was 17, 18. So I wore like size 60, New Jersey Nets, Jason Kidd, authentic, you know what I mean? With the Argyle on the side, yes, sir. navy yeah. blue. And I'm yes, sir. like, ah. Then I had, um, I got the white and red. Um, I had a Marcus Canby, um, Rainbow Skyline, size 60, uh, mm. swing man. And I had the white and red 18s be, like five months before they came out. Fake as hell. <laughs> Busting them down. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm at Magic Mountain like, son. Like, you can't talk to me. Oh, and people man. were like, oh my God, when they'll come out? I'm like, soon. But I knew they was coming out, but it looked like I had them crazy early. I love you. I love the craziest jersey y'all had. The Gucci print on the um the forces. When Jada did it, I said, Oh yeah, oh, no. Oh, no, absolutely. That's the Gucci print, the Burberry print, the like yeah. all of those, man. Yeah. It was out of control. Jersey was craziest jersey. Craziest um, jersey. I, 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 I know. Think my I, favorite, I, I had a Bill Walton joint for um, the Blazers. The Rip City one? That was mm -hmm. clean, though. That yeah, was a clean one. That was my favorite one. That was the craziest. Yeah. You, you mean crazy Everybody was, had that bullet joint. Crazy. Like crazy. Like, literally, like, I feel like that was the most popular one. Hold the on. West you, Unsell but, crazy bullet shit. But, Derp, do you mean crazy like, yo, that's my. Like, like dope? Or, dope or crazy, like niggas wow. looking back, like what were you doing? Like cr crazy, crazy in the sense it was like, yo, you had no business rocking that jersey. Okay. Like that, yeah. I'm gonna like, tell you what, I'm gonna tell you what that shit. It was, oh my it was, God, the Houston Oilers joint, so fucking oh, the, ugly. Yeah. And it's like, the it's, warm it's, oh man, yeah. It, and you're wearing it all big and it's powder blue and oh my do you, God. Did you do wristbands with it, Was? The wrist, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, for sure, like, for sure. Headband too, everything. Headband, yeah, everything. Uh, Trey, what what was yours? Man, so Kev will always tell you the story about Team Cash. I had every jersey, every jersey, every Mitchell and Ness jersey potentially out at that particular time that they were rolling out, and I would let my teammates hoop in them. And Kev coached the team at this part, and um. I don't think I had any really nasty jerseys, but I had like San Antonio George Gervin. I yeah. had Buff Bob McAdoo Buffalo Braves. Like, I'm telling you, I wanted to be fab, bro. So I was getting everything. I had Dominique Wilkins. And when Hove killed us off and said, oh, yeah, we don't wear jerseys no more, I was sick to my stomach because that's like over the whole four, closet. That's like three grand of worth of jerseys that I got yeah. rid of. The whole closet was jerseys. So Yo, I, would yeah. I even had the UNK jeans with them too. The, with the NBA patches all over. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah oh, no. oh, you had the patches? Yeah, oh, the my patches. God. No. No, not the patches. Derb, what was yours? Um, so in the crazy in the sense that I that I that I'm speaking, like I I it, it probably was even like a uh a, a Fugazi jersey, right? Like I had a um um when the Eagles the Eagles played, they had like these uh anniversary joints from like 1930 or something like that. They were they were ugly as hell, they were blue and yellow. And all the players that played in them had them. And my man had, was selling them outside of the trunk, outside of a path mark that I was at. And he had a Reggie White one that, rest I mean, in all, by, Reggie, rest in peace, right? But, but by all accounts, it's fake, right? Like, Reggie White ain't playing that game. But you couldn't tell me anything. I didn't care. I had some sneaks that matched it. I had, like, a hat to go with it. And you know, at that time, everybody was getting it off, right? Like you know, it was, yeah. it was how wild. Can and we had we had a fake Jersey spot in New York too. I think it was on like Twenty Third Street, if I'm not mistaken. I forget where it was, but you, yo, 
Man's was, you was getting the, the white tees for discount from that spot. So it was like a one-stop shop. Like, you got the white tees that you rocked under the jerseys when you didn't yep. just feel like making the white tee your dress shirt anyway. Yep. <laughs> and you got the fake jersey at the same spot. I'm pretty sure it was some African homies running that joint, man. It was, the game was so nasty back Yo, then. So, so my, my, my shit, I'm, I'm torn between two and I, I actually have them right here. Because, you know, I record at my old house now. And all this stuff is in boxes and it's right here. So this one isn't a fake. But I used to rock this shit. I thought I was that nigga. This is a, a New York Rangers hockey jersey. Oh, wow. wow. It's oh, a man. special edition with the, sweater, with the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I used to rock this shit with a do-rag, with a, with a red do-rag. <laughs> a bright red do-rag. You couldn't, and the white headband. You couldn't tell me shit. Oh, I was out here like, like I thought going to parties like that. Not like, oh, go to the moment. Like, no, no, I'm, no. I'm dressed to the nines right now. As I might as well as, have a tuxedo on. As far as the fake goes, and this one is just special. Oh, this is Barry Sanders National. This oh, is a, Lord. let me see what size Ron this Artes. is. Is that right? Ron, Ron Artest St. John's. Ron. St. John's, wow. man. Wow. Uh, like size 60 or something like that. It's wow. Humongous. Does it say like, Artest on the back? No, it doesn't even say our test on the back. Oh it's the worst God. part. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just... You're, you're like this. I had, yeah, a, uh, I had a rock on Bell jersey. Yo, hold on, oh hold on. Oh, my God. Wads, I don't even think this is a St. John's jersey. I think it's the generic <laughs> blank Jordan. It's an actual Jordan white jersey. But, like, when you see the St. John's, I'm going to hold it up to the camera for those who are going to watch this on YouTube. It's screen printed. You can tell because oh there's the, tr the trade. The it's, trademark it's, it's is right trademark there. Trademark on it. That's crazy it's, that you're even wearing that. Lord have mercy. I would have been. I would have been ragging on you like homie from Paper Soldiers <laughs> with the Supreme. I mean, with the Supreme Thirty Three. Remember, my man said that's not even the real Patrick Ewing. Who the fuck is Supreme Thirty Three? <laughs> oh man! All right. Let's let's move on, man. Let's let's talk about this. Tiger Woods, y'all. Oh my Tiger God! First of all, that was let an me just, emotional roller coaster for me. I'm let me not gonna say, lie. Let me say this. First of all, uh, Rob, the name of today's episode. You don't have to have this part in it, but name of today's episode is <laughs> is. Are you a fan of Ooh Baby I Like It Raw? Or there's Ooh Baby I Like It Raw. Just call that it Ooh was, Baby I Like It Raw. I like it raw. That was disrespect. I, want, I, I, I heard from his voice it was a black dude. I was like, that's Of course. <laughs> no, I, that's here's shameful. why. Because was this is how he started. God damn. Is this the reason? <laughs> is this the reason why Tiger left his life? His wife? Are you a fan of Ooh Baby? I like it raw. <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah, when I heard I the goddamn, I thought somebody was in my house. I was son. like, yo, is somebody watching this shit with me? Then I was like, oh, that's a part son. of the game. It was, it was like, so right, Rachel. Rachel, 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 what, what, what's your relationship with Tiger? Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. And then all of a sudden hey. you're, God damn. Hey, bro, before, <laughs> we even, before we even, before the block even got hot, bro, let's talk about my man sliding, taking his wifey to Perkins. I done been to quite a few <laughs> Perkins playing college basketball in bro. Iowa, bro, and it's really not the spot to be. I, I, it's I see not, it's really not. How? It's but really man, how? No, it's a real question. How the fuck does Tiger Woods Walk into a goddamn Perkins. But it's probably because it's his neighborhood spot. So, like, once you start going there so many. Um, once by the you way, we're not shaming so Perkins, by the way. Shout no, but I'm just saying he's like Tiger Woods. It's not us. 
we he probably gets, but he probably gets respect and privacy, and they probably take care of him. That's probably the reason. It's like he probably got a relationship with them. He got to be getting some type of special well, treatment. Well, I mean, it, no he, way. Definitely, he definitely got he the got, special treatment from Mindy Lawton. Special, special. And, by the, and Mindy Lawton was very mid, by the way. Mid? I was hot. I was mid? hot. She was mid. So, oh, Trey, yeah. You are, that's Trey, you are the nicest human being I've ever met in my life. She wasn't even mid. mid. I don't even know if you could say she was Reggie Bush. She was well, swag. My man. She well, was swag. swag. Hey, Look, how, 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 how did Jamie do on Ray? Swag. <laughs> but hold on, can we can we slow down before we get to the lady that was his waitress at Perkins and um yo, there's so much crazy shit. Like National Enquirer preserving the used tampon for their records. Why? Wait, hold why on. Is like, okay. Why is that even happening? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Flag on the was closing on the church parking lot, bro. Yeah, nah, Tiger was running red lights. He Durf, just he, not just a flag, a challenge flag on the play. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, there's just so much flagrant stuff happening. Like the fact that Tiger's running the red light, the fact that this lady decided to discard her tampon, just throw it out the window. In not throw church. it in the trash, not like just in throw it church. out the window on. In a in church, church parking, parking lot. But did they Yo, keep him safe? And I mean this respectfully. I don't mean any disrespect, but we, <laughs> we, 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 so they tossed the tampon, but did they keep the rubber? Or like, was it what just rubber? No, why? Why what would rubber? I use it? Oh, he's running rubber? red lights with him talking about. Yes. Man, yes. she can't call me when it's gangster. She's pregnant. Um, joint. So let's Listen, rewind. He having a gangster you know, party in the in skate, a, in skate, a skate, 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 skate. You know what was the first thing that got me tight when I was watching this? Drip out pink. When when they try to <laughs> when they try to throw my son Chuck and Mike under the bus, like oh Mike yo, that and was Chuck nasty, showed that was some nasty Vegas. Con. Yo, I was what like, a, yo, y'all ain't have to do that. Why yo. Mike a married man, Chuck a married man? Don't do that. Don't throw my sons those, under the bus what, like that. But those are past just though, brother. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, let's, right. let's not be shocked. We all we all knew it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all knew. I, I'm, I'm like I'm, how they I'm try to say Mike and Chuck put them in the life. Like, son wouldn't have ever been to Las Vegas without them. What, what, do, I, what do I say to these women? What do I say to these women? Tell them you fucking tiger what? That's a that's a true story that I've heard, by the way, before this Shout documentary. Shout to Michael, Michael Jordan getting that off, though. Like, just the realist. Like, you don't have to say <laughs> nothing. You know I'm, I'm not gonna lie nothing. though. I had I had a similar situation like that, bro. With it, uh, Borab, make sure you crack the name. My man had just won a national championship, and he came to LA for the first time. And he like, yo, Shorty is nice. What's good with her? I said, nigga, do you know who you are? Yeah. Just yeah. say who hey. you are. Hey, 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 Trey. I see you, and I raise you. I'm gonna say these three names. Quack all these names, please. At the first summer league, they came to the Cole show, uh, Cole did a show in Vegas, and they were in the in the. Uh, I was at that show. Yeah, they were, and they were like acting like, uh, well, what do we? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go out there, you tell these hoes, man. Period. Shyness, Period. man. So I I now have uh, even more beef with uh, Amin and Waz because. Uh, I, John Gervais, was also in Vegas during Summer League at that time, and I believe I hung out with Amin 
uh, during this time. We might even have gone to a party or two, but this is the first time I hear of a J. Cole concert. Hey, Jerry. Hold on, no, so hold on. I'm thinking about two... Oh, all right. It's a little bit late. It's a little bit late. Keep quacking the names. <laughs> hey, a bunch of no, niggas at the cold show. Jerv, Jerv is one of those niggas that be like, yo, no invite. Like, yeah, bro, yeah, you came yeah, plus one everything, big dog. I love you. Nigga, I, I got you. And by the way, you hear the, the gratitude there? I remember going to a couple of parties. Nigga, like, I, it's yeah, Vegas. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you right in Vegas, boy. Don't play, oh, man. So, hey, so, yeah, they threw Mike and Chuck under the bus for no reason. I, I, I can imagine... Chuck or Mike watching the shit at the crib with their lady, and that part come up and it's like, I, I don't know. That shit ago. just made me feel away. That was a long time ago. It was. No, oh, that's a long time ago. That's a long. I was yo when I was young. I was yeah. dumb, but then I found you, baby. Right, right. Now, Mike, <laughs> let's let's all be real. Mike, Mike turned to her and said, "Michael fucking Jordan, what you about to do?" <laughs> like I'm not a podcast. When I'm they Mike, said nah. Tiger, when they said Tiger was was smashing the Perkins shorty. At his crib, in his crib. wife's bed, rookie, rookie mistake. I said, "Yo, oh, I'm Tiger you, he's different. He was different." Yo, let me tell you something. First of all, the shit where they just had their first baby, and they take a picture, and the baby is fresh. You could tell this baby just came out the uterus right now, right? It's fresh, and the dogs all up in the picture. Oh, I was like, "Ew, yeah, Tiger is different wrong type of with y'all, man." man? Oh, I was just disgusted by that. Listen, he was he was really killer too. He had her media train, bro. Like everything National Enquirer oh. lie. And like yeah. I'm gonna tell you early on. And then had the sidey call that's, wifey. That's, that's, a, that's baller. That was, that was that's a dumb baller. move. That was a dumb move. That's a dumb move. I was like, nope. That's you do not get the side chick on the phone with the wife. There's never that's never gonna happen. That's never gonna uh, work out for you. Also, the side chick. She said, after I've been with Tiger, how can I be with a mere mortal again? Like, that is the hoest thing I've ever said. Because you know what? All of these women said, oh, oh Tiger Woods was great. All these women are great. All these women said, Tiger is such a nice guy. And he made me feel like he really cared about me. Not one of the women said, that nigga broke my back. No, I'm Boston sorry. Nova, Tiger I mean, bossing over me. Okay. And All go. Right. black yeah no I, look man like I'm, I'm i'm with you on that like it definitely should give you a level of confidence moving forward but like the idea of like uh, like the ways i'm mean, like again like come on man that nigga's a corn <laughs> i don't know man it's no way to defend none of that shit and then like he had all whack work yes so, my man had a sexual addiction Oh, by the so, way, old girl, her eyes were so close to one another. I was like, what in the world is going on? Like, she, I thought it was one of those things that last time y'all told me, yeah, that's how she looked now, but back then she was hot. But then I saw, like, the pictures of her back then. I'm like, nah, nah. She was never, she was never crazy. She was shout, never out to crazy. My, shout out to my man, uh, uh, D.L. Hughley. <laughs> he said, I don't need marriage counseling. He need diversity training. I was training. like, was, hey, that man. Was, that was tough. But yeah, hey, it, yo, another thing, a blast from the past. Rest in peace to Griffin in New York. I remember oh, yeah. very oh, man, early I'm in my club rat days. I had I used to go the, to the club. Every now and again. Yeah, that's the club that she worked that the you could yeah. tell chick worked at. 
which meant was that like the white version of cheetahs or whatever? Because I, I mean, all yeah, I know is cheetahs. It was, it was a big. It was like, no, but it was you, like. Would you consider, no, would you consider it like one oak? Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. a one it's oak. One oak. They it's just a one oak and all of that, but you know they try to have the elite blacks, yeah. shorties, blacks with blacks. That would it. You know what though? But you know what was? That him being by himself, especially in a one oak mindset, him drinking so, by himself, definitely fitting because you still got to be player in those situations 100%. when you at the oak because it's other money in there. Of course, yep, yep. it's you're not, other you're money. Not, so you're not going, you're not going up against uh, Waz and Jervin and me. You're oh, going no, up no, against no, black. You're, you're going up as a black tray in that in that situation. That's a different <laughs> tax bracket. You stupid, <laughs> yeah, I'm son. What type of what type of sociopath though just goes to the club completely dopey? That's can I, can I, that's crazy I, to me. Can I say right now the part where they said uh that the sex addict needs sex to stop the pain? And I was like, uh, again, I, I said it when it happened and I say it today. All the stuff they're talking about, yeah, sex is the only thing that covers up for you know, gets you away, gets your mind. I'm like, isn't that for everybody? I'm sorry, when I'm having a bad day and I start having sex, I kind of forget about my bad day. Right. Until I nut. Thanks. And then I'm like, oh my God, my day's terrible. <laughs> and now I, just, now I just wasted 25 minutes Sorry. doing this. <laughs> the, the, the psychoanalyzing is, you know, obviously armchair psychiatrists, it's always a, a fool's errand, right? Like, them niggas, they don't know what Tiger really felt or why exactly it is he was doing what he was doing, but some was just right. He was out of pocket, man. Like straight up and down. Having the Perkins chick at your crib is crazy. First of all, you should have had an Airbnb cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like you should have had you the side apartment. Not, exactly. Not, your nah, own but, he, crib. But, he, but he wasn't that clever though. He wasn't that clever to move. Clearly. Just a, son, he's living in Florida. To just get a cheap ass condo for where you could. Bro, he, but again, he wasn't that type of savvy because listen. The shorty from Griffin, he would lay up and watch cartoons and eat cereal and be cozy and tell his bitch all his feelings. And you looking in a scenario of like, look at, at all the work or all the chicks that he basically dealt with. His wife didn't get him. And he ain't know how to, that's why he had multiple girlfriends in this scenario, because he didn't know how to be player about it. Nobody schooled him on how to just kind of maneuver in this way. He just kind of stroked his power and felt like he was untouchable. But you basically, you JFK, nigga. You top down. Yeah. I mean, when your when your pop, when your pop is uh when your pop is slaying, slaying the sides in but front of her in the trailer at the at the at the golf course that you at, yeah, eh, you kind of ain't really being put on to the game with no, how you supposed but, to do. But that, but that's killer though, though. His pops at least was away. Like he had the mobile joint, the mobile, the mobile bus down camper. Joint. Like, that nigga had a camper. It wasn't even a trailer. You give him too much, too much. It was credit. bang bus before bang bus. Bang bu exactly. Shout out to Bang Bros. But yeah, uh, I love the way they set that up though in the beginning of the doc, right? In part one, where they like Tiger sort of distanced himself from his pops because he knew his pops was messy and doing all of that. And it's, and we knew what was coming in the second part. And it's like, wow, that's mad. Ironic that, like, oh, you cut your dad off for being that way, and then you turned into an even worse savage and killed are, yourself. Are y'all surprised? There are two things that were not mentioned in the doc that really surprised me. One was they didn't have the voicemail of "Hey, it's Tiger," which again, which is yeah, the I need that rookie. 
the biggest rookie move of all time. I needed that voice. The other, the other thing that shocked me was they didn't have the uh, Fuzzy Zeller shit. Like in part oh, one, wasn't chicken. that the one where the fried chicken and all yeah. that shit? At- yeah, oh, yeah. And even when they brought it up later, when when the 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 president of when the president of uh, of Augusta did the whole like public lashing, that or whatever, was corny. That was public, corny. But- public whipping. Public whipping, but I thought like at that moment they would bring up the fuzzy Zeller shit that happened at Augusta also, but they never mentioned it. I'm like, oh, them shits was big, man. I'm kind of surprised they didn't even. Fuzzy Zeller it. was super big. They didn't bring up the Esquire article, where basically Charles Pierce, Charles Pierce is in the doc, but they don't talk about his uh-huh. article, where he basically he was supposed to do a profile of Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods basically blew him off, so he just did a story yeah. about the person Shout he was observing. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, the kid's a party animal. He's getting all kinds of pussy. He's living his life. He's being a young whatever. And it turned into a whole thing. But it's like, Charlie Pierce is like, bro, he's a millionaire. He's in his early 20s. What else? Right. fuck else would he be doing? He, well, that's, he's not a messiah. That's what the, the, the family friend said, right? Like, when he came out with the apology press conference, which, by the way, was two and a half months. I thought that should happen like a week later. This nigga took two and a half months to do this press conference to apologize. Like, why you gotta apologize if you ain't gotta apologize to nobody, man? You can suck my dick. Uh, you know, like that. That's what I would have said. I would have just been like, yo, fuck you. I fuck whoever I want. This is a problem between me and my wife. If she want to leave me, okay, that's my problem. That's between me and my family. I don't know sh- oh shit to Buick. You think Michael Jordan ever have to apologize for smashing broad? Oh hell no, nah, man. Can you yep. explain to me? I've never been married before. Shout out to the married homies and shout out to the divorced homies. But adultery, why is it so adultery? There you go. Why is it such a big stain in celebrity scope? I would say this. It's I would, not. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's not just Tiger like, was faking the funk. Yeah. He was selling, so, he was selling cats this cookie cutter image. So, Waz, let me ask I, you this. So, for the example, if Steph cheated. Hold on. Yeah, exa- okay, so there you That'll go. That would be a so problem. Wait, wait, wait right there. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, so, the two biggest adultery scandals, what are they? Can you think of them? Tiger Woods. One. And what's the other? It's real easy. Real easy. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Okay, three. My bad. What about Magic Johnson? Nope. Wasn't a scandal. The adultery wasn't a scandal. Right. It's the AIDS part took the over. The AIDS was a scandal. scandal part. The, 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 I can't believe you guys can't forget the can't remember the other one. Here's a hint. We're gonna be talking about him a lot in a week. Tom Brady? Kobe Bryant. <laughs> oh, Kobe. Oh, oh shit. my lord. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. And so Tom Brady didn't do Tom, adultery. He just left his pregnant wife yeah. to Giselle. My bad. And, but we don't talk about it. Why don't we talk about it? You know why we don't talk about it? We don't. Yeah. Because that nigga never like pretended to be. Nah, he never. Hi guys. Hi, I'm nah. wholesome, right? Nah. I sell Nutella never. and Buicks. Like the- never. Kobe and Tiger was out here being what the safe black man. Facts. Facts. The safe black man, and so for them to make the mistake that clearly is always a risk when you're dealing at that level of fame and fortune, right? It should have been like Michael cheated on his wife. Patrick Ewing was part of a gold club fucking FBI investigation. Uh, 
all these guys, all these guys out here have had their affairs, have broken up, have some have given half or whatever. And and we're not here to judge that. But if you go out here and decide my image is going to be Mr. Wholesome, which as a black public figure, that takes on different levels, right? Because they're putting a different kind of pressure on you to be perfect, right? Then you're in trouble. I mean, one of the quotes that they said that stuck out was, be careful of the image you create for yourself. Yep. Well, that was Simple. from the douchebag. I hate that douchebag. I want to punch that nigga in the face. But I'm just but it which, was, which dude are you talking about? The, the bow tie guy with the, the round oh, glasses. Oh, God. The Yo, I wanted to break those glasses. He was yeah, so disrespectful. Bird. He what was like, and America bird. enjoyed it. He was so proud of himself. Yeah. So happy. Yeah. Being a snitch. Can we can we touch on that though? Because I think I think we uh we kind of glossed over that last week. And shout out to uh what's the homie's name that was uh his pops homie that was like the only Family person friend. that was yeah like the only person that wasn't snitching. The only one was just like nah, we're not touching on that. There were so many people just snitching and ratting <laughs> in this entire documentary. It was crazy to me. And they all started off with the my man from the first one was the best one. Oh shit. Oh man, he'll probably kill me if he knew I was talking Sorry about, about this. Don't, then don't say it. Then don't say it. Just don't say it. Like, well, why so are there so Jim, many that, that, that motherfucker was wrong. But I'm gonna tell you this, man. You you fuck over a girl, man. I like fuck her over, where her life is now fucked up because of you. Yeah, man. You are gonna have to expect some of that shit. The the caddy, he yeah. fucked over the caddy. That was fucked like, up. Like, Williams. Like, he, he had I mean, to but he fire. also gave that caddy the. He also changed that caddy's life too, right? Sure, but but Jerv, okay, you, Jerv, the, 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 the right to be an asshole. Yeah, the the, the, the line that, that that the caddy said that I really respected. He said, "I was okay with him firing firing me as his caddy. I didn't realize he was gonna fire me as a friend too. Like, so like, come up. on, man." Ain't no friends in this. Yeah, state. he was. He was. All right, so, was so there's no friends. I'm gonna snitch my ass off for you, nigga. Like what? Yo, I would be yeah. famous. You Big, know what else? You, you know. What, know what, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Trey. No, I was just saying, like, you know, he was in his wedding, and the fact that yeah. best man the in cat, your wedding, boy. A, 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 a cat like that to be like that, kind of switching off and on switch, to be like, all right, yeah, you can go caddy for homie, and yeah. then be like, nah, you can't. Hate those type of cats, but but you also got to know up. your audience, my G. You got to know your audience. It's like it's like me, right? Like Wait, a, AI, AI's my. Pick. You got to know your audience. Like was that a test though? You felt like no, oh, it's, not, it's not a test. test but you, Tiger should, got in his feelings. He's like, fuck that. I don't want to. So you, should know Tiger. you should know Tiger is going to snap. You've been around Main Man for thirteen, whatever, some change years. You know damn well you can't can't ask. That's like me being a fan of AI. And have an opportunity to 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 meet boy and have a conversation. At that moment, I decide, okay, am I going to risk it all and have this conversation? Because I've heard the stories. I know how this can go left. Main man's probably heard plenty of stories about how Tiger's going left on people. He knew the risk he was taking by asking. I don't know, but no, but but my thing is he did it. He did it respectfully. You know what I think? I think somebody in his camp said, "You gonna let that nigga do that?" That's how it always goes. He gonna down. give up all your secrets. Yeah, whenever niggas change their mind like that, it's not because they did some thinking on their own. It's because somebody said, you want to let that nigga do that? And then that's it. They put seeds in their, in their head. Would y'all, uh, y'all have done it? The Tiger hit y'all with the old, your, your, your buddy. Son, as a man, dude felt like he had to do it, right? Like, it's like, bro, 
This is my you're, homie. That's like you're not you're working. Thing. You're not working right now. Yeah. This is my friend asking me to do something for him. I'm gonna do what I do for my people. And it's one, bro. Like, it's one tournament, okay. man. Come on. It's one Here's tournament. The and thing, by though, the way, but hold on. Me I need to get a pod. And yeah. Jerv says, "Yo, can you come on my pod?" Right. And it means exactly. like, yeah, Trey, you can do it. And I go do it for Jerv. And nigga, like, nah, nigga, you fired. It's crazy. Jerv, what and, the fuck? You, hold That's on. Okay. You fired. You fired. And don't, and don't talk to me again. Good. And don't never talk to me again. And think about never that. talk to me again. Come on, Jerv. Come on, man. That don't make no Yo, sense. So I want to talk to y'all about what the, a character that's that's gotten on my nerves a little bit, and that's the the first girlfriend. Of course, man. She has yeah, the, she, she got the big rock so on her hand. So she's now married to a dude. And she's up here on a documentary proclaim, proclaiming her <clears throat> love and devotion for Tiger Woods. And like, yeah. she's still tight about it. And she, I'm like, yo, your yeah. man is cool with this. Yeah, I mean, no, bro, she, she lost out on the Billy, bro. Listen, he okay with it because that bag about to come after whatever they did for that interview. Nah, man. That's the, nah, they don't pay for documentaries, man. Son. She was doing so she ain't a lot. No bread for no appearance. She got, she got uh, nothing, bro. She'll write a book. She can write a I'm book. I'm sure she. I'm sure if she wanted to, I'm sure she so could I'm do that. You, I'm gonna tell you this. Like dinner last night was really awkward. <laughs> so I'm gonna say at that house, dinner was very awkward. Um, speaking of that, like I just want to say, I want to bring up my favorite, probably my favorite scene out of the entire thing, other than my man saying, "God damn, is that the reason why Tiger let this wife?" Are you a fan of Ooh Baby? I like her all. We need to have that clip, like I said, uh, Rob, at the beginning of the of the episode. But my favorite scene was the the DUI stop, where they told a nigga, "Yo, tilt your head back, say the alphabet, not in a in a sing song way, you know, a, as you whatever, right? Do you understand instructions? Yes. Repeat the instructions back to me. Don't sing the national anthem backwards. Yeah, this nigga was so smack." When he said that shit, I was like, yes, yes. And th- but then his mugshot, you know what I noticed? His eyes were so white. It was uh, like he dripped byzine in them. How's that possible? My eyes are more blue. And then like, Tiger was looking like one punch man. But he looked <laughs> like he was in another space, though. He was, he was so high, bro. That was crazy. He was, said, all, <laughs> he was all five of them things. He said, well, I'm, I'm just headed to Orange County. Man, homie fell asleep tying his shoe. Yo, you're you're in Jupiter, Florida. Oh, (laughs) that nigga said, "Oh, hey, could you imagine telling somebody that you about to drive county, bro, bro. and you're in Florida?" (laughs) Yo, yo, you know what? I'm with you with with the uh, with wise with his uh, with his exes, like dude, like yo, you want to say on this documentary that that made you think that he was thinking about like. Coming back to coming back home and bringing up all these memories. Yo, you're doing married. She's doing yeah. a lot, son. Doing a lot. I, like, son, you doing, doing a lot. Like, yes, you was the first person to give him, you know, a piece of pussy or whatever. And y'all had y'all little whatever. And it's great. Like, respect, but like you doing a lot to be harboring all of this still. So from so 30 years ago. Nah, son. Nah, son. You gotta relax, ma. You gotta relax. You gotta relax. Ma. <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta fall back. 
Yo, so so uh, last thing I want to wrap up with here is uh, One Night in Miami. Uh, this is the Regina King movie that's on Amazon Prime. It's about the night of the Ali Liston fight. Ali Liston won. Muhammad Ali won. He was still Cassius Clay at the time. And afterwards, him, Sam Cooke, Jim Brown, and Malcolm X all met in a hotel room uh, and just basically, quote unquote, celebrated the victory. Um, and this movie is kind of a creative imagining of what the conversations might have been. So there's no, this isn't like a, a docudrama or whatever. It's fictional. It is fictional. So because there's a lot of shit in there where these niggas are going at each other. I'm like, I don't remember any tension between Malcolm X and Sam Cooke, but this might be me. But It was uh, a long-ass night, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, for real. It was long. Sit, I'm sitting the there fight, like, damn, it's like 10, 11 o'clock at night, yeah. bro. This, this is a good five, six hours, and the sun the never came up. Niggas went to the store. Niggas then sat in there, signed autographs. Niggas then caught up, told eight Went stories. on the roof. It went on the roof. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like Brother Malcolm should have had a little bit more security, too, than them two than the two homies just sitting outside of his room. But maybe I'm just going too too much into detail. Uh, he was he was he was funking at that time, too, though. Yeah. He wasn't. They weren't, he wasn't, they weren't he really looking out he wasn't for him on like good that. End. Mm-mm. There's a reason. There's a reason why he got shot a year later, Jerf. Like, <laughs> too shot. It wasn't because the security was super tight, right? <laughs> um, yo, but uh, just I wrote down a couple of quotes from it that I really enjoyed, uh, because even though it is fictional, I still like. I still like how they went at each other. Uh, Sam Cooke telling Malcolm, "What do you do? You just hang around stars. Maybe your daddy ain't beat you hard enough, like to have a talent." I was like, <laughs> "Damn!" Like, Jesus. I like. <laughs> If I were Jim Brown, I would be like, yeah, you got to go whoop his ass now. <laughs> you can't let a nigga say that to you. Then Malcolm said back to him, you're a wind-up toy in a music box. You're a monkey with an organ grinder because all he do is make pop songs for the charts and not make a real, more substantial music. Uh, by the way, that is real, that Sam Cooke heard Blowing in the Wind by Bob Dylan and felt so embarrassed that a white man wrote that song. That That's why he wrote Change is Gonna Come. That is a true story. Wow. But obviously, it's not because Malcolm X like shat on him in a hotel. Right, right, right. Uh, Jim Brown saying, "Do you expect the dog to give you a medal for not kicking it one day?" That like I was like, I know they made this movie, you know, in the last year or so, so it's obviously it's very relevant. But still, there's a lot of white people that need to hear that one. There's a lot of yes. white people that need to hear that one today, today yes, specifically, today, today specifically. Uh, and then the final, the final quote that. It was started very early in the movie when Jim Brown visited the dude from his hometown in, in Georgia. And the guy's like, man, you are credit to this community, to the state of Georgia. I'm proud to live in the house where Jim, or in the, in the place where Jim Brown was born. And you doing, you're doing a great thing on the field. And we're all so proud of you. And man, you're great. And like, I'm like, oh, okay. And then he said, yo, got to move this furniture. Like, you want me to help you? I'm like, oh, Jim, you know, we don't allow niggers in the house. That shit broke. Gotta say I didn't said, see that damn. one coming. <laughs> De- definitely did not see that one coming. Nah, I had no idea. Killer, though. I-, I like I like to to highlight a couple of things too. Um, not not specific lines, but like you know, I really thought how it highlighted their failures first. Mm-hmm. So like Muhammad Ali getting knocked out, you know what I'm saying? Sam yeah. Cook bombing it on the at the Copa. You know That's a true saying? story, by the way. The bombing at the Copa, by the way, as my Muhammad Ali picture falls down, 
behind me. I, I have it up just for this this one special episode today. But the bombing of the Copa actually happened. That's a real true story. And he sang white songs and he bombed. And then he came back like a couple of years later and he said, fuck it, I'm doing my shit. And when he did, uh, they loved him, yeah. Yeah. And then you got Jim Brown going to visit, you know what I'm saying, and, and not being able to, you know, be accepted. And then you got Malcolm X, obviously, just hella paranoid and et cetera. But like you said, with that speech and all that other stuff, although it's fiction and although it's based in a, in a specific timing, it's all relevant today. And some of those things were very motivational. I thought the dude that played Malcolm X acted his ass off. I thought the guy yeah. that played Sam Cooke acted his ass off. Leslie Odom. That's Leslie yeah. Odom. Leslie yeah. Odom. I wasn't crazy about Muhammad Ali's character, but he looked like him. You know what I mean? Close in looks and stuff like that. Um, but overall, like it, some some certain things gave me chills and and kind of was was one of those motivational situations of kind of like what you are actually doing for your community. You know what I'm saying? Because again, Sam Cook's like trying to get these bars off. Like I own my masters. Yeah, I'm doing this, that, and the third. I'm putting on all this true. other shit. And he's just like, look, bro, like, but what are you doing for us? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like a self-reflection because you can make all the money in the world. You can forget. Like, that's the thing. Uh, I think he made the quote about coming back to the neighborhood. Yeah. And it was like, people do that all the time saying, oh, we're going to come back and get you. For what? When you could just be, you know what I mean? Like, why are you not trying to assist right then and there during that time? So it definitely kind of was a stinger for me personally. Um, but I really enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say it's the best fucking movie in the world, but it was probably one of the most enjoyable watches I had, like, that I checked out since we've had referred movies or TV shows to people. Right. And it was better than Tenet to me. <laughs> I'll say that. Hey, so, and I saw Regina King for making her uh, directorial debut. Yeah. Salute yeah. to her. Well-deserved. Um, the, the, the line from Sam Cooke, by the way, the story about the Valentinos and uh, the Rolling Stones playing it, the same song, and it went number one on all the charts. That shit is a true story. And like, yeah, they got, it's like, Dre Day only made easy payday is what I thought about when he was telling that story. Uh, and he said, you know, everyone's fighting for a slice of the pie. I want the goddamn recipe. That's a fucking bar right there, man. That's a bar and a half. But it is, it, it's like, it's crazy because they all went about it. Because they were all, instrumental figures in the civil rights struggle. They all went about it different ways, right? And that's the thing where Malcolm, again, the, or this character of Malcolm, I like, he kind of was very one-track minded. Like, there's only one way to get this. And, and his militancy was was true and factual, I think. That's, that's a, a, a right thing. It's like, you can't fence it. But at the same time, he couldn't see the vision that Sam could see, for instance. He couldn't see the flaws in himself. How Jim Brown telling him about light skin, why are y'all, why are y'all light skin brothers the most militant ones, huh? We're not, we're not doing that today, good brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not on this glorious birthday. Not on MLK Day. Today. No, sir, we are not doing that. We all men, we are all the same. Any uh, closing remarks from anybody about this? About uh... Happy Yams Day. Yeah, happy, um, happy, happy okay. Yams Day. Of course, happy MLK Day good to people. everybody. Um, we came out and we worked on Martin's Day. 
which as a black person, I feel a way about, but we did it for you guys. <laughs> they're going to cancel Why? the Super Bowl on our ass. Wise, can I just double shout you out, brother? Because not only did you come out and work on MOK, brother, you know what I'm saying? Clearly, we can hear, you know, you, you're you you're under the weather. You're not your normal self, man. I'm so not. I just want, I'm not, I just want to shout no. you out for, for my flu game. This, you know what I'm saying? Tough for yourself. I'm saying this is flu game for sure. Jerry, thank, you. I, thank you. I won't lie. I just thought that was Waz on the night after. Just waking like, up. You know, yeah, on a, on, a holiday, on a holiday weekend, I just thought, you know, yeah, okay, so Sunday <laughs> night was... It's been a long weekend, I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, uh, on behalf of Sick Waz and, and Big Jerv and Black Trey the Millionaire, this is Amino Hassan. Shout out to Rob Lopez on the one and twos. Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. Like, subscribe, rate, review, all the good shit. Share it, share it, share it, share it. Peace out. <laughs>